This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is great news. Uh, Canada's Wonderland is reopening. Yeah, they uh, converted to a vaccination site, and now they're going back to theme park. Uh, Things will be a little bit different, though. You've got to make reservations online, and you'll make them for specific times. No ticket sales at the park, and that includes uh, Splashworks, the the water park in there. Face masks mandatory for those over the age of two in most areas of the park. Wait lines for rides will be marked for social distancing, and rides where you cannot social distance will remain closed. (laughs) Okay. I wonder if the one that spins around... I've talked about this before. I've nightmares of this ride going on. It the one where you stick to the wall. The gravitron. It's like a gravitron, but it spins around and then it lifts up, so you're stuck to the wall and it's just spinning vertically. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a that's an upchuck hazard. You'd think. <laughs> I don't know. Not if you have your mask on, then it just sticks to your face. <laughs> so it's not like you're spreading it around. Yes, masks will have to be. Sealed, completely sealed. Mm-hmm. Water to your tight. face. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, reservations for both single day passes and season ticket holders open at 9 a.m. this Thursday. Um, there's a new ride there. They got the new Planet Snoopy Beagle Brigade Airfield, which mm-hmm. sounds like fun. You get to fly uh, like the Red Baron there, Snoopy's doghouse for the kids. So I hope the kids are sitting in the doghouse or on top of it. I hope that's what it looks like. <laughs> Probably not actually Probably not. on top yeah, of it. Yeah, it doesn't look comfortable at all, yeah. number one. Well, number, not safe. Number two, staying on it might be, <laughs> become an issue if you're just sitting on top. Hopefully they, they have at least a, a bar across them. Uh, they also have the Yukon Striker, the world's longest, tallest, and fastest dive coaster I haven't, I haven't been on that one, the Yukon Striker. Yeah, I haven't been to Canada's Wonderland in, in maybe 10 years or so. I've had a few friends who went to like to the Canada's Wonderland Haunted special. I don't know, around October they have like a haunted zombie Yeah, the version. Halloween thing they do. Yeah, so I had a bunch of friends who went there, but I don't know if I know anybody that's been on that big one yet. The Yukon Striker. Love to. It's going to be awesome to line up for something where you actually get a, a fun payoff at the end of the line. Like We've all become used to... Lining up to get into Dollarama, <laughs> right? <laughs> Going to the bank. <laughs> Lining up for the Yukon Striker sounds a lot more rewarding. Hey, Jim, did you know that there's an adult cartoon, Harley Quinn cartoon? No, I didn't. On HBO Max? I didn't realize this either. But yeah, it's got swearing, violence. Nice. And it's, it's pretty over the top, apparently. Um, but there is one thing... That DC said could not be included in the show. One of the creators of of the program in a recent interview. How how can I say this on the radio? Earmuffs for the young kids, okay? Um, I'm going to do my best to describe this without using the term. Um, They wanted to do a scene where Batman was being intimate with Catwoman... And you know how cats clean themselves? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Doing that to Catwoman 
kind of discovering the cat cave, I oh, guess I you see. could say. So Batman was doing her a favor. D- returning the favor. Yeah, Batman yeah. was returning the favor. DC said, absolutely, you cannot put that in the show. And the, the creator said, why not? And the response from DC was, heroes don't do that. I'm sure there's a lot of women listening to the show that would disagree with that statement. Oh, specifically. <laughs> I thought they meant just like in like general, they don't do anything sexual, but this is specifically that? Heroes don't do that. <laughs> I think that's exactly what heroes do. I don't know. I think DJ Khaled said the same thing a few years ago, if you remember that. Said he doesn't. And was there backlash? Oh, big time. The response from the show creators, so are you saying that heroes are selfish lovers? And they said, no, is that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also doing that to somebody. Why? I guess it depends what kind of toy it is. <laughs> I feel like that's why Batman has that mask invented. Bottom half completely open. Right. <laughs> why else? Yeah. You got to keep the tongue exposed. <laughs> Just in case, man. You ever know you're going to have to subdue the next uh, criminal? Uh-huh. You got to think outside the... Give him a real tongue lashing <laughs> before you take him off to Arkham Asylum. So if you're watching Harley Quinn on HBO Max, you may see a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect to see in your average Batman uh, comic book or cartoon, but you're, but he won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, a bat out of hell! <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, he won't be showing Poison Ivy his green thumb either. <laughs> And I know with the uh, the warmer temperatures, the sun shining, people are looking for ways to cool off. Got the splash pads opening up. Mm-hmm. A lot of public pools are starting to open. And you can always do the sprinkler in the backyard or maybe set up the slip and slide, right? Classics. Here's a great headline. NBC shuts down production on new show Ultimate Slip and Slide after explosive diarrhea outbreak. <laughs> It had to be the slip and slide show too, didn't it? Well, in my eyes, you can't uh, technically call yourself ultimate slip and slide if you don't have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> that is extreme. It doesn't make it make it any less ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, show was in production, according to a person with knowledge. Um, an outbreak of quote awful explosive diarrhea left people collapsing on set and being forced to run to porta-potties. The health of everyone on the set is number one priority. So out of an abundance of caution, we have made the decision to stop production on Ultimate Slip and Slide at the current location. (laughs) As it gets decontaminated, I assume. (laughs) I wonder if the caterer got fired or what caused that outbreak. Well, we are coming off the back end, pardon the pun, of a global pandemic. So really... (laughs) I don't don't remember that being one of the symptoms, though. Maybe it was part of it. Yeah, They've was it? Remember, I told you I went to the mall and they asked me if I've been experiencing the following symptoms. Like when you had to answer the questions going into the mall, it was like, Have you been coughing, shortness of breath, diarrhea? I'm like, Well, even if I did have diarrhea, I don't think I'm going to admit to it in (laughs) front of a bunch of strangers. Listen, if you want to know if I have diarrhea, watch me go down a slip and slide (laughs) like everybody else. 
The show is uh, takes Whammo's iconic backyard water slide game and transforms it into a real-life water park full of gigantic slippery rides. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with television? With a chance to take home a big cash prize. <laughs> and sounds like it may have gotten a little more slippy, <laughs> slippy and slidier there with the outbreak. Uh, the hosts of the show, Bobby Moynihan from SNL and, mm-hmm. and Ron Funches, uh, he's a very funny comedian. They're the hosts. They were not affected. Whew. Both healthy and fine. Thank goodness. Both big fellas. I could assume they'd make a big mess, you know? <laughs> you don't want to be waiting in line. Not behind Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> At the old porta potty <laughs> Rob Riggle, you know him? Very funny guy. He was on The Daily Show for a while. Mm-hmm. He's- I-, I remember him from Step Brothers in particular, like that scene where he's like, the what? Catalina Wine Mixer, woo! He's in, um, what's the other one? Uh, 21 Jump Street. He's yep. the gym teacher in that, in that one. So good. Rob Riggle uh, is estranged from his wife. And she filed for divorce. Her name's Tiffany last October. He said at some point he noticed something weird. She, was, she had knowledge of private conversations that he'd been having in his home office. So he did what anyone would do. He started making stuff up. And saying it out loud in his home office. Like I do to my phone to see if it'll start advertising weird things to me. Yeah, and find out if your phone's listening. It is, by the way. (laughs) Busted. (laughs) So, uh, sure enough, Tiffany started repeating the bogus info that Rob Riggle was saying in his home office. So, he had the house swept for surveillance bugs and they found a spy camera hidden in a smoke detector well this is why you don't put a bug on a guy who used to be in the marines this guy was in the army so he probably knows a few people that know a few people he'll figure it out yeah camera had a memory card on it with more than ten thousand videos including one of tiffany standing on a ladder installing it (laughs) wow so caught red-handed busted we're asking you guys if if anyone has encountered Something like that. Have you ever been bugged? Possibly by an ex. We got one here. Hey, Taz and Jim. My ex-husband used to pick up and drop off the kids, and I started getting suspicious because every time he did, he offered to go down and check how the furnace was working in my house. Three months later, we discovered that he was going down there to switch the tapes in the recording device that he had spliced into my phone line. Wow. Yeah. So he directly tapped into the phone. And I would assume this was a while ago if you needed to actually switch tapes. Yeah. Tapped into the phone line, was switching out the tapes. I'm just going to go check on the furnace. Oh, what a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, you know, we divorced, but he still cares. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to check on the furnace again. Hey, I'm going to check on the furnace again. Hold on a second. It's July. <laughs> you never checked on the furnace this much when you lived here. <laughs> I wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock. I wanna see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock, cock, cock. It's sports time. Joining us, Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Finally, you got a prediction right in the Stanley <laughs> Cup playoffs this year, Dev. The uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, looked uh, pretty good against Montreal. You know, Vegas scored the uh, first goal last night, but Montreal seemed to be 
uh, keeping pace in the first period. And in that second period, they took some uh, penalties. They lost a lot of their mojo and it started to go downhill from there. Uh, it must have been weird for Montreal to A, be playing a team they haven't played all season long, but also B, be playing in an arena with you know 17,000 fans. Like It would have been weird to have that many people back on the stands again, and they're all cheering against you. Is there a chance this will work the other way when Vegas goes to Montreal and there's no fans? They're going to be thrown off? I think so. I mean, it's going to be weird for them, too, because you're going to have 2,500 fans there, and it's going to be cavernous. You're going to be able to hear more. It's going to be that echoey kind of thing early on. I think it'll be weird for the Vegas Golden Knights, but they're still a better team than Montreal. And here's the funny thing, because whenever we have the last Canadian team standing, it's always, well, is this going to be the Canadian team? And I've had some people on my social media saying, well, should I cheer for the Habs? Who should I cheer for? It's like, you don't have to cheer for anyone. You can just watch games. And if you're, and then, because if, if you're worried about who's Canadian, the Canadian team, the Vegas Golden Knights have A, more Canadian players than the Montreal Canadiens, and they have more French players than the <laughs> Montreal Canadiens. So, I mean, <laughs> they're more Who's Canadian Celine teams. Dion cheering for, the Habs or Vegas right now? Oh, that's a, she's torn. Mm-hmm. She's probably a Quebec Nordiques fan. She still <laughs> thinks they're in Quebec. So you're telling me, Dev, if the Leafs were the last Canadian team in the playoffs, you wouldn't be encouraging Senators fans, Habs fans, you wouldn't uh, try to get them on the Leafs bandwagon? No. First off, Senators fans would do it anyway because that's their nature. But also, I want people to either love the Leafs or hate the Leafs. I love when people hate the Leafs. So you can cheer against the Habs. I thought at the very beginning of this, the Leafs would bring together the country because people love the team and they hate the team. And so whether you love them or hate them, you're watching. I can hate the Habs and still watch. So the Habs are sort of doing what I wanted the Leafs to do, which is bring the country together in our love and hatred of them. Unless you're Celine Dion. Unless you're Celine Dion. Of course, our Kells are Hamilton's darlings and... I think there would be nothing more Hamilton than if they shot their next video on that tugboat. <laughs> Theodore? Theodore tugboat, yeah. <laughs> Can you see the boys just jamming out on, on that thing? Oh, totally. Like on the on the front of the bow, looking out as they're filming like an adventure. I think that'd be perfect. Theodore tugboat's big cheeks <laughs> in the background. Big eyes, big smile. <laughs> I would love it. Are you? I saw this guy was coming to Hamilton. By the guy, I mean this boat with a face on it. <laughs> this guy. Hey, have you met my new friend Theodore Tugboat? He seems real. Great I, guy. <laughs> Do your kids watch this show? You got two kids. I, I've never seen Theodore Tugboat, I think is his name. I can't lie. We've, we're not a Theodore Tugboat household, but the fact that the boat's new home is going to be Hamilton, Ontario has, has piqued our interest. We may have to start tuning in. It's a CBC show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a CBC show, Theater Tugboat. Uh, it looks a lot like Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah. kind of. Initially, I thought it might be a, a Thomas spinoff sort of mm. deal. I don't know if it's, it's in the same universe, you know, like uh, you got all those, those Marvel movies yeah, where sure. maybe Theater Tugboat 
when they do whatever the, the version of Infinity War for Thomas the Tank <laughs> Engine is going to be. I don't know if, if uh, Theodore is going to make an appearance. All I know is I want Theodore and George Carlin to be on screen at the same time. <laughs> That's going to be very hard to do. <laughs> well, they went back in time in Endgame, Taz. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> the conductor. Who else? Ringo, Ringo Starr and yep. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was a conductor on on uh, Thomas. Yeah. Oh, that's the recent one. I've 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 I remember going on a road trip and hearing Alec Baldwin narrating. That was I think the more recent one then. Or one of the movies. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It was on a DVD for sure. What uh, is Thomas the Tank Engine? Was that around when you were a kid? Is that how old that is? Oh yeah, Shining Time Station was like a, a very big deal when I was a kid, and it was George Carlin who was the man that I remember. Well, you don't have kids. Do you want to come with me and my family to see Theodore Tugboat so it's not weird, Jim? I got When you go by yourself? (laughs) I love a good tugboat. I've never seen one with a face on it. Uh, Theodore is going to be in Hamilton, new home. Been living in Halifax for a while. Be sure to welcome him. He's a great guy. (laughs) And his engine is going to be converted to biodiesel as a symbol of his future as a sustainable champion. Cool in collaboration with Canada's leading water education advocate, Swim Drink Fish. Uh, Can't wait to meet you, Theodore Tugboat. And when Roger Waters says that we don't need no education, we don't need no thought control, he stands by those words. Here he is talking about Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook and Instagram. This is something that I actually put in my folder when I came out here today. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, you. No way. This is the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything. I will not be a party to this bull Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I love it. Yeah. Well, he founded Facebook and then he bought Instagram and that's that's what kind of the business model. They just they see something they like, they take it over. Mm-hmm. Roger Waters saying you're not taking over Pink Floyd's catalog. <laughs> I don't think Mark Zuckerberg ever listened to Pink Floyd if he thought that they would go along with that, too. I mean, could there be a company that they would be more opposed to? How did this little who started off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the did he get any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. <laughs> That's right, because Facebook started out as the female rating app at Harvard, right? Like a yeah, woman's yeah. student's face would go by and you'd be like, this is how hot she is. Because he couldn't build up the courage to actually talk to women in real life. Yeah. I've seen the social network, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, maybe some people haven't. But you know what's wild? I, I expected, with the way he's talking about Zuckerberg, I expected Roger Waters not to have an Instagram account, but I just did a search. He does. Hmm. 905,000 followers. I mean, he does or his record label does, you know, and they promote his stuff on His it. PR people? Yeah. He's on the gram. Don't you want to know how much money he was offered? Kind of. Yeah. Because think about it. Back in 1995, it was the launch of Windows 95. I remember this was a huge story at the time. The Rolling Stones song, Start Me Up. 
was purchased for use by Microsoft for the launch of of that software. Mm-hmm. And back then, I think there were reports that they got paid as much as $14 million for the use of Start Me Up. That was a while ago. Yeah, I think it ended up, it it was closer to 3 or $4 million, but still, that's in 1995 dollars. Yeah. So just imagine what Roger Waters has turned down from Instagram in 2021. Yeah, like when he said it, I immediately, immediately pictured $10 million, if not Minimum. more. Minimum. That's where like my brain went to at least 10 mil. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you're going to have to start looking for some, uh, some rock stars who have been through recent divorces. Or <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's desperate. <laughs> One-hit wonders, maybe. <laughs> Pink Floyd doesn't need your money, Zuckerberg. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.